Welcome to BA Law Report. This is attorney Aaron Birmingham from Birmingham Anadu Law, based in Boston, Massachusetts. We have episode 102, uh, the advanced parole episode. And remember, this advanced parole episode is intended as a companion podcast for the advanced parole checklist that can be found on our website, www.ecbanadu.com or www.bostonabogados.com. Now, advanced parole is very important to understand. If you need to travel while your immigration papers are pending, you can do so, but you have to do so with caution. If you do not get your paperwork in place, your whole application may be deemed abandoned. So as always, remember that this podcast is not intended as direct legal advice. Uh, In some states, it may be deemed a legal advertisement. Let's get started. Okay, for the purpose of today's podcast, when we're discussing advanced parole, we're going to discuss it in the context that you already have an adjustment of status um, application pending. You can submit an advanced parole application at the exact same time as you submit your adjustment of status um, application, but just for the context of this podcast and the information that we're providing, we're going to assume that one has already been submitted and you're currently waiting um, either for an interview or for your paperwork to finalize, um, whatever the situation may be. But for the information that we're talking about today, that's the context that we're relying on. Now, again, this podcast is a companion to the checklist for applying for advanced parole document that's been provided at www.ecbanadu.com or www.bostonabogados.com. Please be referring to that checklist in addition to this podcast. If at any time you have confusion, you're not sure if you apply, you're not sure if you should take the chance and travel, contact an attorney. With immigration law, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be an attorney in your state. Uh, Birmingham and Nadu Law practices immigration law throughout the nation. If you have questions, if you have concerns, contact an attorney before you uh, travel outside of the United States. It's really important to make sure that um, you're not putting yourself at risk from being banned and that you do actually qualify for what you're applying for. Uh, specifically with the advanced parole, you're going to be filling out the form I-131. It's a very straightforward application. I-131 is the application for travel document from the United States Citizenship and Immigration Services, USCIS. Always check online and make sure you're using the most recent version of the documents. You don't fill out the top block. You start in part one, information about you, A number, date of birth, very straightforward stuff which you probably filled out on a number of paperwork beforehand. Part two, application type. For what we're discussing today, you'd be checking D. I'm applying for an advanced parole document to allow me to return to the United States after temporary foreign travel. Then you would go on to part three, intended departure, expected length of trip. If you are in um, exclusion, deportation, removal, or rescission proceedings, you would check it off there. You would continue to fill out the documentation. Pretty straightforward. Part four, you need to fill out the specific information on why you are traveling. You're going to list specifically the countries that you intend to visit. 
Now you can take, if you need an additional room, you can do so on another piece of paper and attach it. Usually what we would suggest for this section is something along the lines of, I qualify for advanced parole because I'm the spouse of a U.S. citizen, I'm awaiting my adjustment of status interview, or I'm awaiting my paperwork, I need to travel um, to whatever country um, for my brother's wedding, I will be the best man, or something along those lines. Um, and that would be normally sufficient in order to qualify for you to travel for advanced parole. Make sure you're listing all the countries that you're going to. Now you have to really keep in mind that you must be cautious about leaving. The advanced parole document is your ticket back into the United States, but it's not guaranteed. Now the function is of advanced parole allows your adjustment of status application to continue even though you've left the United States. Now, if you didn't get this paperwork, when you leave the United States, your application would be deemed abandoned. It'd be done. You'd have to start all over when you return. So the advanced parole document allows you to travel um, without abandoning your application. But if at any point you become inadmissible, or if the, the border... The people upon inspection upon returning to the United States say that you're inadmissible. The advanced parole document isn't going to matter. So, for example, if you have spent unlawful, if you've spent time unlawfully in the United States, you shouldn't probably take this risk. If you spent more than 180 days under the law, you're banned from returning, and it would depend on the exact amount of days. It could be different lengths of time of how long you'll be banned from the United States. Um, but even the advanced parole document won't overcome that problem. Even if it's less than 180 days, there's very well that um, the border patrol might not allow you to re-enter. The advanced parole document does not guarantee that you can come back in. So you really need to be clear on whether or not you have any issues that would make you inadmissible upon returning. Because even if you do, the advanced parole document will not protect you from that. That's something you really need to consider. Now, if you've taken all the considerations and you know that there's nothing deeming you as inadmissible, along with the I-131 and that separate sheet of paper where you'll be stating why and where you're going to be traveling to, uh, you should also include a copy of a recent receipt notice you have from when you filed your adjustment of status packet. That will be very clear evidence to USCIS that you do qualify for advanced parole. You should also include a photocopy of a photo ID, such as your driver's license, passport. You should include two color photos of you, passport photos. Put your name and A number on the back of the passport photos. And you should also include the fee. Now make sure you check and verify if you're submitting everything at the same time. Or if your 485 is pending, um, the fee may be waived. So make sure you're checking and reading the instructions clearly on what fee you have to pay, if any. It's important for you to remember also if there is some type of family emergency that you're attending to, such as an illness or a terminal situation where you need to get back home as soon as possible, you could possibly ask USCIS to expedite your application. It would be very useful for you to supply supporting documents such as a doctor's note, or evidence of some type of urgency that would possibly get USCIS to process your application for advanced parole quicker. 
Now remember, if it's a doctor's note from a foreign country that is not English-based, you should have it translated and translated by a organization that USCIS recognizes. That would be very useful in trying to get them to move fast, but as always, there's no promises. When you have all your paperwork uh, together, you send it in and you wait. You do not travel until you've received your advanced parole documentation because, again, that is what's allowing you to go without abandoning your adjustment of status application. Now for a quick anecdote to let you know that you're not out there alone, that indeed there are millions of immigrants out there trying to do the same thing, trying to resolve their issues just as you are. I'm thinking back to a client I had around 2008. It was a student who had overstayed his visa. He had since married a U.S. citizen. He contacted my office because they had already submitted their I-130, their I-485, and he had since submitted an advanced parole petition and was waiting, 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 hadn't gotten a response. But the time for his sister's wedding was quickly approaching. It was going to take place in London, and he wanted to see what I could do to get things moved a little quicker. I looked over the paperwork. His application was fine. His documents were fine. And then it became very clear that when he applied for adjustment of status, he was already out of status on his visa. He was a visa overstay. He was here in the United States for several years without any authorization. He was out of status. So it became my job to let him know that if he did travel on this advanced parole document, just as we've been discussing in this podcast, he will have the right for his application to continue even if he leaves the country, but he could very well be found inadmissible. It's very likely that his name would be up, shown up as a visa overstay when he tried to return, when he tried to go through customs. If he had not come and talked to an attorney to try and figure out just how to get it done quicker, he very likely would have traveled, left the United States, and upon return, trying to return to his wife and his family here in Massachusetts, he would not have been allowed back in the country. So it's really important when you do have questions to look into it. He made the decision, the very smart decision in my opinion, to not travel, to wait for his application to adjust to finalize. And then he actually, since he had already been married to his wife for much longer than two years, he received a permanent green card, was able to travel to wherever he liked without any issues. Um, Make sure you are not inadmissible. If you have questions that you may be inadmissible, talk to an attorney. Thanks for tuning in to episode 102 of the Birmingham Anadu Thanks for tuning in to the BA Law Report, episode 102. Remember, as always, these podcasts are not intended as legal advice. Instead, they are a public service to assist anybody who specifically has a question uh, relating to topics that Birmingham Anadu Law covers. In many states, this may be considered a legal advertisement. If you have any questions specifically dealing with a certain fact pattern or a specific set for your case, you should contact an attorney. If you wish to contact Birmingham Anadu Law, we can be reached at our website, www.ecbanadu.com, on Twitter, ECBA Law, Facebook, Birmingham Anadu Law, email info at ecbanadu.com. 
We hope that you feel comfortable contacting us with any questions, and if we can, we'd be happy to answer you. In the field of immigration law, we can provide advice and representation throughout the United States and indeed the world. Until then, good luck and goodbye.